does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. IHSAA basketball. What a great day of basketball. Some tremendous games. Some games, literally, that will go down with some of the more historic uh, offerings throughout the 113-year career or uh, tradition of basketball. Jimmy Cook had the call of the instant classic 3A championship game that Northwood won in overtime, 66-63 the final over Garen Catholic. Jimmy from our flagship station, 93.5-1075, the fan in Indianapolis. And Jimmy, thanks for calling. What a great day. And I know how fortunate and honored you were to be able to call that game. You had a great game to call this afternoon. Yeah, Coach, that's the first thing right off the bat, right? I mean, it's a privilege to be able to be a part of high school sports and, sure. and be a voice for both these communities. And when you're coming in with a matchup like this, you got a top 30 Sagarin matchup between these two schools. Right out of the gate, you thought that maybe Northwood, and they showed this throughout, as good as advertised, running out to a 10-0 run, that maybe they would put this thing to bed early. Golden Eagles end up responding of Garen Catholic, trail 35-27 to at the break and fell behind as well in that third quarter, trailing by as many as 12 at one point, 43 to 31. Coach, they're going to close this game on a 21 to 9 run to force wow. overtime. Uh, leading the way for them was Kamea Chandler with 22 points. Jack Cherry chipped in 15, including two three-pointers in the second half, one in the fourth quarter, one in overtime. Uh, Golden Eagles never went away in this game, led for the first time all game on a free throw in the opening stages of overtime. After that, pretty much all Northwood until a late rally and more full-court pressure by Garen Catholic gives them an opportunity to tie or take the lead with 15 seconds to go. But once again, this vaunted Northwood Panthers defense answers the bell. How fitting that their first state championship would really come on an icing-on-the-cake defensive stop Golden Eagles never got a shot off. Panthers win at 66-63 for their first state title in program history. So what did what did Garen do? Did they make some changes or insert different people to get the 20-9 run to get it into overtime? Well, Coach, when you look at where they were from that point in the game, you were looking for more answers offensively, particularly from their leading scorers like Kamiya Chandler and like Jack Cherry. They both finished with 37 of the 63, but mm-hmm. honestly, a lot of it was continuing to break out full-court pressure that the Panthers, as dominant as they were all year, never really had situations where it was one or two or three possession games late into games where they're getting diamond pressed right. or they're getting into half-court traps. So that had a lot to do with it. Garen Catholic was able to speed up the game late, and mm-hmm. when they needed to knock down a transition bucket or two, that really helped keep them alive and give them a couple more momentum swings to force overtime. You know what? The great games, uh, the 1A game got a little uh, out of control in terms of score. You know, Lutheran was just phenomenal, quite frankly. But uh, the 2A game, which I was fortunate enough to do, 
was a great, great matchup, a very emotional game, uh, tremendous story line for the kids from Fort Wayne. But it was a, a very, very good game, uh, well played, tremendous talent. Then you go into the 3A and you go overtime. So, you know what, it's 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 a great day. You all, we always talk going in, you know, talking about how great today's going to be, and sometimes it's not. But I think today has been a solid, solid day of basketball. I couldn't agree more. And and to your point, right, it's it's tough sometimes because as as broadcasters or as fans or as attendees, if you're a neutral like we are, yeah, you, you want great right. games. I, mean, I don't need I don't need down to the wire overtime games, but I want competitive, you know, full scale heavyweight fights throughout. And you're right, some years you don't get that. There's been a pretty solid balance out of this point. Obviously the four A game still going on between Ben Davis and Kokomo, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's 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 truly the uniqueness to be able to be a part of these communities for a week and for a day and see the way they travel well, regardless of the outcome of the game, to see two school colors on opposite sides of the floor packing Gambridge Fieldhouse. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. It makes it really, really special. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Jimmy Cook with us, who had the uh, 3A call on the IHSA Champions Network. Uh, Northwood winning that over Garen Catholic. Jimmy, you got time to hang on, talk a little more ball through the through yeah, this uh, scoreboard update? You got time? Of course, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. He's the man. We'll come back, talk about your show on our flagship station, a little pub for you and your show and the great job you're doing. Lots of basketball to talk about later on. We'll catch you up. Actually, Brendan King will catch you up here on this scoreboard update on what's going on in the NCAA basketball tournament so we've some great games to talk about there stay with us scoreboard update coming up on network indiana's indiana sports talk king with this network indiana scoreboard update here on indiana sports talk ihsaa boys basketball state finals 4a with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter ben davis leading Kokomo 40 to 33 remember that was a 12 point game at halftime Kokomo got it to 10 They just missed a three from the top of the key. Put back, no good. Here's the difference in this game. Kokomo is just 2 of 11 from the free throw line. And the difference is 7 with 5.5 to go between Ben Davis and Kokomo. We'll continue to keep you posted on when that one goes final. It really is a star-studded appearance session at the IHSAA Boys Basketball State Finals here this evening. Here's who was all there. John Calipari, Tom Izzo, Mike Lewis, Mike Woodson, Bruce Pearl, and Jawan Howard all to watch some studs on both sides of the ball there from Gamebridge Fieldhouse right now. Again, here are your final scores from earlier in the morning and afternoon. Indianapolis Lutheran crushed Southwood 97-66 first championship in the program history for Lutheran. They were in the state finals all the way back in 2008. 2A, Fort Wayne Blackhawk able to defeat Linton Stockton 52-45. Blackhawks third championship in the last four seasons, 2019, 2021, and now 2023. And as Jimmy Cook just told you, and we'll continue to talk about Northwood outlasting Garen Catholic 66-63 in overtime. Northwood's first ever state championship. They only had a regional championship back in 2007. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Jimmy Cook 
rejoins us. He had the call on the IHSA Champions Radio Network of the 3A Championship won by Northwood in dramatic fashion in overtime, 66-63 over Garen Catholic. He's also uh, co-host of the enormously popular midday show on our flagship station, The Fan, 93.5107.5 FM in Indianapolis. And if you haven't had a chance to hear the show, you should because he's really, really good. And, Jimmy, the show's great. I I enjoy listening to it. Uh, And you, not surprisingly, are very, very good at what you do. Coach, I greatly appreciate that. It's been a blast uh, these last couple of months uh, with the different guests that we've had on throughout the not just March Madness tournament the last couple of weeks, but the tournament, uh, conference tournaments and the lead-up to the end of the regular season in college basketball, Colts free agency, the, the Pacers up and down season. It's been a blast. Uh, I really appreciate those kind words, Coach. I, I do want to, real quick, if it's okay, I want to give a shout-out um, to my team tonight, though. I didn't do that at the beginning. Uh, the legend Pete Smith and Rob Moorhead, uh, Rob on the sidelines, and Coach Pete Smith uh, next to me in the booth, and then – well, a name you know, we all know very well, and Scott Johnson doing a wonderful job, uh, a pro's pro yeah, in general yeah. throughout that, guiding not just uh, the high school ranks, but also our Colts coverage throughout the season. Um, so, so shout out in general had to, to the fans, a, had, to, yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Oh. Had to be a tough night for Pete Smith uh, with his beloved Golden Eagles at Garen. Uh, where he won a, a state championship. Um, I, I know he was a clearly he's a, he's a pro as you point out but that had to be a tough night for him you know it, it was but also and then you know this coach as well connected as coach smith is throughout the state he, he has deep northwood ties as well uh, he kind of mentioned that to me going in how how excited he was to get the opportunity uh to call right a game right. for two schools that are that are uh, very at the top of mind for him in part because being a garen catholic he praised Northwood for how many good teams they had. Brennan King mentioned earlier that didn't get past the regionals that came up right. short that he thought, oh, we might be facing them if we're both lucky enough to get the state finals. So a little bittersweet there for Coach. But, but like you mentioned, he, like all of us, professional uh, as they come. Um, and, and no no, no lean one or the other for him in that ball ballgame. Uh, bittersweet, no doubt. But I know he was very, very happy uh, in general for Coach Aaron Wolf and company, his 16th year there at Northwood, to finally break for, break through that glass ceiling, not only get to a state title game, but actually win it there in his first attempt. Uh, you could tell he was very happy for the Panthers as well. Yeah, and the, the great story of Northwood, look, we all understand what being ranked number one is. And they've been ranked, Northwood's been ranked number one in 3A for a long time this year. Yeah. And they've withstood all of the shots that people have given them. And to do that and to have the year they've had and win the championship in such a dramatic fashion, it's a great story all around. Coach, it's a phenomenal story for, from a team perspective. And, and then th- this one's, Coach, this one's always close to my heart because, you know, I've, I've, I've lost parents, so it's, it's, it's tough for me in general. But uh, the, the, the Roush twins, Ian and Tyler, their mom had passed away two years ago to, can- uh, to cancer, and they've had the opportunity the last two years with Tyler being a sophomore now to play on the same team together, to, to be a part of that same collective unit and to overcome the adversity that they've gone, not just in, on the court, but, but uh, just mm-hmm. in the classroom and Roush himself uh, was the Mental Attitude Award winner tonight. He's, he's been on mission trips uh, to, to Cuba. 
and all over the place giving back to the community. Uh, 3.99 GPA. Coach, I didn't come close to that in high school. <laughs> like, I wasn't anywhere near that. So, I mean, just, right, just those kind of right. stories for this Northwood club. I'm just so happy for them, Coach, across the board. It's a great win. Northwood wins the 3A Boys Championship uh, in overtime, beating Garen Catholic 66-63. All right, Jimmy, we have NCAA basketball going on. The story, the FAU story continues with a dramatic win. I'm sure you were busy, didn't get a chance to catch the catch that game with Dusty May, who's your native, leading his team into the Final Four. Talk about good story. There's a great one for you. Coach, I, I will. I will. Uh, I guess I'm saying it publicly. Uh, if there was one, and there wasn't, because we were just privileged to be able to call these high school hoops action tonight. But if there was one, maybe tiny smidge of, oh, you know, where could I be? If there would be a spot, it would have been to be able to see that classic of FAU. And oh yeah. The state. yeah. Could couldn't be happier uh, for Coach May and company. As you mentioned, I did not have an opportunity to it. We didn't have any monitors or anything. We were locked in on the game, so. I was just getting push notifications, but uh, an instant classic. It reminds me a lot. Uh, it was texting a buddy of mine. I feel bad for Kansas State. That's two clubs now they've had this this uh, last 20 years that have had an opportunity to go to the Final Four. They get bounced by Butler back in 2010, and they get bounced by FAU here in 2023. Obviously different programs, different coaches, but uh, my heart does break a little bit for Kansas State. That, that's two tough Cinderella's that have knocked them out of the tournament over that stretch. Yeah, I'm always uh, pulling for somebody to make their first appearance in the Final Four. You know, you mentioned Butler. I think you see some parallels between Butler and FAU. Small Mm -hmm. school. I haven't done it before. You know, well put together. Great young coaches. Those kinds of things. Um, Having spent seven years running all the basketball in the Horizon League, uh, I, I believe that the power conferences have enough of an advantage. Uh, and, and so you, you always, I always pull for uh, the people from the non-power conference conferences because they're the ones who have the uphill climb for a, a lot of reasons. And uh, But it continues. I mean, it's this is a great time of year. The number ones are out. Uh, people feel, you know, that's, that's an interesting thing that's never happened to this point, I suppose. And so it continues to to be March Madness for a reason, and and I I know football is the dominant sport in the culture, but you cannot touch the the month of March, in my estimation, for the best sports uh, show that you could possibly have. Coach, you're not going to get any arguments here from me. When you look at the type of action to action over this four weeks to crown a national champion, it is the most beautiful time of year in my mind. There's nothing like it for me, and even though there's definitely – I'm not trying to downplay it. I understand that NIL and the Wild Wild West right. and everything, it's, it's on top of people's mind. But with all that chaos, all that angst going on, this is arguably the most amount of parity that I've seen in an NCAA tournament. I, I don't know if I want to go as far as my life, but it's been a very long time since we've <laughs> this kind of parity this late into a big dance. He's Jimmy Cook from The Fan in Indianapolis, our flagship station, 93.5-1075. He had the call of Northwood's championship win over Garen Catholic in the 3A Boys Championship game tonight, 66-63 in overtime on the IHSAA Champions Network. Jimmy, thank you for spending time with us. Enjoy the weekend, and thanks so much. My pleasure, Coach. Always great talking to you. Enjoy it. Thank you. Brendan King. 
Update me, baby. Update me. Please. Let us know what's going on in the tournament. Well, which tournament is that? Are we talking to state finals coach or the NCAA tournament? I'll let you pick. How's that? That's you are you are a gentleman and a scholar, uh, coach. Right well, now, Ben Ben Davis is closing it out with two minutes to go. Giants up eleven. It's forty eight thirty seven. And coach, I mentioned this in the last update. This is the difference in the game right now. That Kokomo is two of thirteen from the free throw line. Oh my! Oh my! That is the difference. Oh my! Yeah, man. Oh man. I feel for John Peck and Paul and his guys. Uh, I I understand it. All right, so what's happening on the NCAA front? Coach, UConn is starting to run away with it, too. There's plenty of time, but with 16 minutes to go in the second half, UConn is up 51-34. They have just blasted out to a 12-2 run to open the second half, Coach. Make that 13-2. 13-2 run for UConn to open the second half. Uh, UConn was up by 7 in the first 20 minutes. But whatever Dan Hurley said in the locker room, it has it has really helped out the Huskies because they are just exploding here to start the second half. They're more than capable of going to the Final Four. I mean, Absolutely. They're, they're, they're really well put together. I, I like that team. All right, hold that thought. I know you got the uh, scoreboard update coming up. Sorry to get, on, uh, get in front of you there. Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. The finishing touches being painted by Ben Davis as we speak. Reserves are in on both sides. And with 20 seconds to go in the 4A state championship game, Ben Davis is going to win their fourth title in program history. Make it 1995, 1996, 2017, and now 2023. Don Carlisle and his crew Getting ready to celebrate and Kokomo, their ninth ever trip to the state finals. They will wait for their first state title since 1961. But at the same time, what a talented bunch that the Wildcats are. They could very well be back in this position very soon. Score is 53-41. Ben Davis up on Kokomo, still with 15 seconds to go. That may change, and that will put a bow eventually on the IHSAA Boys basketball state finals from Gamebridge Fieldhouse. We'll have highlights and stats for you here as the evening goes on. But again, the defining stat in this ball game, at least for 4A, Kokomo is 2 of 13 from the free throw line and just 1 of 10 from beyond the arc. The shooting performance just not there for Kokomo. Ben Davis played excellent defense. It has just gone final. Ben Davis 53. Kokomo 41. From the NCAA tournament, Florida Atlantic upsetting Kansas State today, 79-76. FAU to the Final Four, and with 15 minutes to play in the second half, UConn leading Gonzaga, 55-37. UConn's on a 16-5 run. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Uh, The other piece of history uh, with Ben Davis's uh, soon-to-be win over Kokomo is that Ben Davis will have won more games in a season uh, for a championship title than any other school in the history. That would be the 113th year of history of basketball in our state. So it is a uh, definitely uh, an historic night. 
in many respects, and congratulations. This game just about over, but congratulations to Ben Davis for being a part of history. The day started with the single-A matchup between Indianapolis Lutheran and Southwood. Lutheran wins this one 97-66 over Southwood. And uh, on the IHSA Champions Network, here's Mark Forrester with the call, the final call of this victory for Indianapolis Lutheran. Lutheran gets the rebound. You just turned the clock. And they are the 1A Boys Basketball State Champions in 2023, defeating Southwood 97-66. The self-described, non-respected <laughs> 1A Lutheran Saints now they'll get their respect as they grab their first boys basketball state championship in school history. That laugh you heard was from some some hack who was working with Mr. Uh, <laughs> with Mark Forsett. That was me. Uh, and so um, Remus Woods, their head coach at Lutheran, was very happy, a very determined guy. This team's been played well all year long and Here's the conversation with him after the ball game. Coach, congratulations. How does it feel to be a state champion? It feels great. It feels really great. What was your message to your players after you won? Um, just be champions and be, be humble about it and be good people and um, finish the game the right way. Yeah, you talked about winning the right way in the huddle in, in the fourth quarter. Is that what was put out on the floor today? Yes, you know, we just really wanted to pick each other up and uh, be respectful and just really wear the, the name of Lutheran across our chest in the right manner. And Lutheran broke the record for most points scored by a Class A state champion. How does that sum up your team's performance today? Um, I told them all year you got to be different to be a champion. So that's one of the attributes that I guess that we're going to be different for a long time. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. That's our colleague JoJo Gentry talking with uh, Remus Woods, the head coach at Indianapolis Lutheran after they uh, dismantled Southwood 97-66 to win the single-A championship. Uh, I know it's disappointing for Southwood, but I, I, I take the approach. It doesn't diminish the story and the great success that they had. I mean, this is a Southwood team that lost their – this is a first-year coach uh, and uh, just a, a great, great season. Uh, Christian Perry, their coach – had been an assistant uh, with John Burris for a number of years, been a part of the program, gets his chance uh, to do it. They lose their first five games. They go into the tournament with a uh, below 500 record. They were 10 and 12 going into the sectional. <laughs> Excuse me there for that, that cough. And, and to then turn that around, I mean, put this in perspective. You're, you're 10 and 12 to start the sectional, and you play for the championship in single A. That's an incredible, incredible performance. Again, didn't end the way that they had hoped that it would. Uh, this was a very talented and relentless uh, Lutheran team. But Southwood, congratulations to you, gentlemen and coaches, for a fantastic year. I know it didn't end the way you wanted to, but uh, you clearly had a, a tremendous year. And, uh, wish you nothing but the best, and the Mental Attitude Award winner uh, for for that uh, for single A um, 
was won by Cole Weiner. And uh, he was Joe, interviewed by our colleague Jojo Gentry after the game and after he was uh, 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 given that award. And here's that conversation. Cole, congratulations on earning this year's Mental Attitude Award. How does it feel? I just think about all the memories I've made with uh, all my teammates. I'm really proud of every single one of them. I know we didn't come home with the trophy, but we gave it all we had. They're one heck of a team, so yeah, I'm, I'm proud of my guys. I see you smiling through tears. What stands out to you about the memories you've played, you've made with players and coaches and friends and family? I just look around and I see like where we made it, where we're from. This doesn't happen very often, so I just try to soak it in. I, I just think about all the good times I've had with everyone. It's just a blessing. You talk about those good times, but how has high school sports had an impact on your education at Southwood? It's been amazing. Southwood, Southwood's a great school. Uh, everyone's respected. Kids grow. They learn about life and sports. And we use that uh, in real life. And I want to thank every one of the coaches too, because couldn't do it without them. What's something that coach or a coach has told you that you will carry with you for years to come? Just live in the moment. You know, these, not just basketball, but everything in life. Don't take anything for granted. Don't, don't wish stuff away because when you do, you're going to look back and regret it. Cole, thank you for your time. Congratulations. That's uh, Cole Weiner, the winner of the uh, Ray Craft Mental Attitude Award for 1A Boys Basketball. You tell you what, that's a tough interview. I mean, it, I mean, it really is. And he was great. He was he was fantastic. But just imagine, you're 17, 18 years old. You've just played uh, on the biggest stage of your life and the most important game of your life, and you've lost. And, and now you're being asked to answer these questions, which you're not used to answering, which you, you, you know, you don't have uh, microphones uh, in your face after games as a high schooler, and I thought he handled it absolutely brilliantly. It was well done, and JoJo Gentry, tremendous questions. It was that was a great, great interview, and uh, so happy for them. But it was, it's a tough, it's a tough loss. It's a really good Lutheran team. I mean, really, really good. Um, they're quick, strong. Uh, they, they're, they're pressure really was hard for Southwood to to adjust to and take care of. And so that's how the day started. And uh, we're going to continue to talk about high school basketball uh, at Gamebridge Fieldhouse as we wrap up this season of basketball. Well, this is the 29th year that we've done this on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk and 29 years of being associated with the IHSA State Finals. It's fun. Uh, it's also a, a great honor to be a part of it. Uh, I think we take it seriously. We, we, we recognize the responsibility that we have as, you know, being a part of all of this. I know I do. It's my favorite time of year. I, I mentioned this last night, and I don't mean to belabor the point, but March to me, uh, and especially this week, is the best week of the year. As I mentioned, my grandson's birthday is on St. Patrick's Day. My birthday's on the 23rd. Uh, you, you have the, uh, the members of the media 
get a chance to sit down and talk to the coaches uh, on Monday. Uh, then you have uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony on Wednesday, and I'm honored to be uh, part of that. I know what that experience feels like. I was inducted into the Hall of Fame in, in 2018, and, and those are great, great memories. What a wonderful, wonderful night. And then you have the uh, Downtown Kiwanis Club luncheon on Friday, which I've been a part of that program for a while. And then you come into Gainbridge Fieldhouse, the best place in the world to play basketball. And why not? Because it's in Indiana. And you have uh, great games where the emotions are high. It's genuine. It's authentic. Uh, it matters. And that's that's how things ought to be. And so to be a part of it, I'm honored. I continue to be honored. Hope I can continue to do it for a long, long time, uh, even though I know my time's running out. However... Uh, it's a great night. We're going to continue to talk about basketball uh, from Gainbridge Fieldhouse and talk about the NCAA. It's a fun, fun night of basketball. We're so glad you're with us. Stay with us. Scoreboard update coming up with the star of the show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk. The day and the evening is done from Gainbridge Fieldhouse. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Ben Davis defeating Kokomo 53-41 in the 4A state championship game. Ben Davis offensively, defensively was fabulous. And the difference in the game, Kokomo just 1 of 10 from three-point land, 2 of 13 from the free throw line. Ben Davis, their four-state championship all-time, 1995, 1996, 2017, and now 2023. By the way, the Mental Attitude Award winner from 4A, Shane Spear from Kokomo. We will roll through all of your Mental Attitude Award winners at the top of the hour here and also recap everything that we saw today from Gamebridge Fieldhouse in the IHSAA Boys Basketball State Finals. But congratulations to your champs, Indianapolis Lutheran from 1A, Fort Wayne Blackhawk from 2A, Northwood representing 3A, and Ben Davis in Class 4A. All right, over to the NCAA Tournament. Four-seed UConn has been on a tear in the second half. They began the second half on a 13-2 run. And Gonzaga has not scored for the last five minutes. UConn up on Gonzaga, 67-42 with 10.45 to play in the second half. UConn can punch their ticket to the Final Four, which Florida Atlantic did earlier today. FAU over Kansas State, 79-76. By the way, tomorrow's games, Creighton, San Diego State, and Miami, Texas. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by... Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org is their website. Brendan King, great job on the scoreboard updates. Tell me, uh, update me on college basketball. What's going on? Uh, we're still we're still playing, right? We're still UConn uh, is playing. Are they still leading? Yeah, coach. So UConn opened the second half on a 13-2 run. They have outscored Gonzaga. 31 to 12 in the second half. 10 minutes to go in regulation. UConn 70, Gonzaga 44 now. It's a blowout. Um, not, not sure. I, I think I would have believed you if you said that UConn would win the game, but a blowout, I'm not so sure. But Gonzaga is just getting ran out the door right now uh, in the Elite Eight. Sometimes that happens, unfortunately. Now, 
since I'm about to lose my voice, I'm you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a uh, day off tomorrow. As you I'm, should. I'm not gonna. I, well, I appreciate that. It's been. <laughs> Uh, um, I, I continue even at this age to overschedule myself. Uh, I still haven't, I, I, you know how it is. I don't want to admit that I'm aging. Uh, I still want to think that I'm in my forties, but I'm not, I'm in my seventies and there's a difference. There's a dramatic difference as, as I'm finding out. So what's my schedule tomorrow on, uh, NCAA tournament games? Yeah, Coach, so you got two games in the Elite Eight, obviously. First at 2-20, 6-seed Creighton, 5-seed San Diego State. And the storyline of that ball game is Arthur Kaluma is a very talented player for Creighton. His brother plays on San Diego State. He has a brother that plays for San Diego State, and it's the second straight year that they're going to face off in the NCAA tournament. I love it. It's I unbelievable. It. So, uh, yeah, uh, Arthur Kaluma plays for Creighton. Then Adam Psycho plays for San Diego State. Second straight year that they're meeting in the tournament, but this time it's for a spot in the Final Four. So that's at 220. Man. And then 5 o'clock tomorrow, Jim Laranega's Miami Hurricanes and the Texas Longhorns uh, for a spot in the Final Four as well. So we are counting down to the end of things, but uh, tomorrow should be fun. I like the U. I, I really do. Yeah. I've always been a Jim Laranega fan. And um, listen, all the IU fans, uh, how could they lose to Miami? I, I made this statement to family members and others at a at, at dinner uh, on on Thursday night that um, IU lost to a better team. <laughs> they got out they got outplayed and lost to a really good team that was capable of being in the Final Four. And I, and I think that, look, when you can put five guys on the floor who can all handle it and pass it, catch it, and shoot it, uh, you're hard to defend. That's a hard matchup. They, they, they are a hard matchup, and they defend you at a high level. And so I think that'll be quite quite the matchup. So those are good matchups. Uh, everybody's brackets were shattered after the first week of play. It's what <laughs> makes it so much fun. Um, but that's that's fun. So we got that. That we got that to contend with, and we're about to wrap up basketball here, brother. We really are. It has gone quickly, has it not? It has, and I think that's a trend. It usually is, for me at least, you blink and things come to an end. But, Coach, just counting down the days that I'll be talking to you on April the 7th on this program about some South Bend Cubs baseball. So one season leads into the next, and I'm looking forward to it. You should. You know what? I really, I do want to. I want to be you. I really do, because you, you know my first love has always been baseball, and uh, I know people don't necessarily understand it, but I, I, I lived as a kid to to be on the diamond. I mean, I'd I'd play all day. It, it wouldn't be triple header, quadruple header. I didn't care. Let's just let's just play, and uh, fortunately got to play, got to play on some really good really good teams and have a lot of fun and. Um, you know, basketball did me well too. So that's all that he's Brendan King. He's really good. He's coming up soon with a top of the hour scoreboard update. This is network Indiana's Indiana sports talk. Well, we got a scoreboard update coming up in about five minutes. One of us was ahead of himself. Brendan King rejoins us. <clears throat> Brendan King basketball big time basketball ben davis with a great great run uh 
Sold-out arena. Is that what we're being told? You were there. It was sold out for that matchup with the very good Kokomo team? Yeah, Coach. I do want to say as well, though, that for the 3A game, and Jimmy Cook can probably say the same thing, Northwood Garen Catholic, Coach, I mean, that was 90% filled. I mean, Northwood brought everybody. Garen Catholic's a short drive, obviously, from downtown Indianapolis. So, I would almost – now, let me say, the 4A environment, Kokomo and Ben Davis, was electric, and that building right. was full. But, Coach, the, the 3A right. crowd, the 3A crowd was fabulous, just spectacular. So I loved it. Uh, Northwood people were loud. Garen people were loud. And, and then credit the Ben Davis and Kokomo folks that, you know, Northwood and Garen Catholic got out of there, and that stadium filled back up in just a few minutes. So uh, all four of those communities – uh, should be very proud about uh, the environment that they created at the Fieldhouse today. That was great. Well, it is great. And, you know, for a while the narrative has been that uh, people don't go to, to, to games. Um, the crowd support is dwindling. Um, and, you know, COVID, I suppose, that during that period of time, clearly that's for the obvious reasons that's true. But even prior to that, you, you you would hear a whole lot of people talking about uh, class basketball uh, had had uh, driven crowds down. I, I have been the staunch supporter that that's not necessarily true. There's no actual data to support it. So you know, once again, people talk about things uh, they don't know about. And they just think, and basketball is alive and well. I mean, it's. Especially high school basketball is absolutely 100% alive and well in the state of Indiana. Evidenced by, as you point out, great crowds at um, the uh, championships, but also sellout crowds through the semi-states, the regionals, the sectionals. I hear it obviously every Friday and Saturday night when coaches call and talk about their games and what big crowds they had. Uh, I, I get the firsthand information, and so... Uh, I always want to remind everybody there's a reason why the movie is called Hoosiers and because that's that's how it goes. You're a transplanted Hoosier now. You understand it. You know exactly what we're talking about. I do, and I get to experience kind of two sections of the state, right? I mean, I, half the year I get to hang out up north, right, and then half the year I get to hang out in central Indiana. So I, I, I see a good portion of it, and it's a lot of fun. I want to be you because I just want to hang out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, just, really, that's what I—that's what I, we do. Kind of, we hang out and watch I, sports, I, right? You know? uh, yeah, no, no, no. That—that's exactly what what we do. Um, as somebody asked me the other day, what I what, if I'm retired and and what I did for a living and all that, and I, you know, I tried to take them through it, and they couldn't understand how I could get paid to talk about sports from my house. <laughs> and I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Brendan King. Coming up with a scoreboard update, there's much more to come on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.